Hello and welcome to another episode of the Movies That Make Us podcast. I'm Jake. I'm Tracy. I'm Val. And today we're talking about Wally. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Just makes you feel good. Oh, inside. it does. I, I love Wally, and I think it's probably one of the most underrated Pixar movies. Do definitely. you think it's underrated? I think it's often overlooked. I think that as well. Okay. Yeah. I, I think don't think it it's like, overlooked. it's not a Toy Story or a Cars Incredibles. where I think everybody knows it when they think of Pixar. Okay. okay. But I think it's a really good movie. Oh, yeah. I think it's a fantastic movie. And that's, mm. so I don't know if underrated, but overlooked. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I'd go with I that. I think sometimes, sure. yeah, it's forgotten. Like, hey, what movie do you want to watch tonight? But then when you bring, if somebody brings up Wally, everybody's like, oh, yeah, but it's not the first thing that people think of for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, When you saw the first trailer for Wally when it first came out, did everyone automatically go, Johnny number five? Yes. 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 That's exactly what it looks like. Yes. Uh (laughs) Okay, I'm glad I'm not the only one. Yeah. I mean, he looks very much like Johnny five. Yeah. From Short Circuit. Yeah. Which is another great movie. We should put that on Ooh, the yeah. list down okay, the line. Write that down. That'd write that good. down. <laughs> Mr. Producer. <laughs> do you, Get off your phone and your produce job. something. Like, wait, I'm writing stuff down? Oh, boy. No, but it, it is a really good movie. And I just think the vi- visually it's just stunning having it be in outer space. And yeah. So awesome. one of the interesting things with that is Pixar wanted – this was their first sci-fi film. And so they actually hired Roger Deakins, who is like one of the master cinematographers in Hollywood. Um, he was, he is, and, and always will be just amazing at what he does. But he came in and taught them about how different lenses will affect how the how you view it. And the hard thing with animation, especially computer animation, is it tries to flatten everything. It tries to make everything equal. And he came in and taught them about how to change the depth of field and -hmm. how to make certain things out of focus. And you'll notice in that film, all of a sudden they're racking focus. I mean, it really took their artistry to another level working with him. And they would duplicate what those lenses, especially in the 70s sci-fi movies, 2001, those types of films, they would then replicate that feel for it to give it kind of that space sense of adventure to it too. That's awesome. So I, I just think that that's... That's my little nerdy, geeky, <laughs> insider little bit that I love. Oh, it's great that you focus on that because when the movie came out and people finally started screening it, all of that amazing backstory was actually overshadowed because people were so angry mm-hmm. that they thought it had this message oh that gosh. we were lazy and that we were over consumers and that he was um, making too big of a deal and too big of a message in an animated movie. And at the time I was working for Disney and I got a chance to meet Andrew Stanton, who was mm-hmm. the director and Jim I'm Morris. So jealous. And I sat down and I said, you know, with your messaging on us trying to be better humans at consumption and recycling and getting out and not being lazy. And he's like, wait a second. He's like, everybody's putting that on. He's like, but when I made this movie, all I wanted to do was make a movie about space and mm-hmm. robots and like everything you just uh-huh. said. He's like, it just happened that this, that's part you of know, the story became part of the story, but he never intended on making a movie that said anything about us being lazy, but we all agree with it. And I have to tell you, I went to CES in Vegas a couple of months ago, and the first thing I saw when I walked in were these chairs 
that they were having everyone sit in, <laughs> and they were calling them the Uber of the sidewalk. Oh, my God. Wow. And what they put me in one of them, and the whole idea of this chair is it can get you from A to B, and it won't crash. So they wanted me to try and make it crash. And I thought, this is great for people with disabilities that need this chair. And they're like, no, these chairs are for everyone. And all I could think to myself was, Wally, <laughs> mm -hmm. we are going to be sitting in these chairs, getting off of buses, taking them into the airport, because one thing that it can do uh -huh. is it, they're going to be at airports and they can, you can be picked up at the curb. You can put in the gate and it will take you directly to the gate, which again is great for someone with disabilities that needs awesome that. For that. Not for me. I don't need that. Like uh -huh. I need to walk, but in my mind the whole time I was just like, no, 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 Wally, Wally, Wally. Like, <laughs> this isn't know. happening in real life. I'm kind of sitting over here thinking they finally have the chairs from Wally. This is great news. No, it's not. Oh, no, it's great bad news. news. It's no, bad, it's bad news. news. You don't need it, man. That's right. No, well, it's, it's true. And, and that's interesting that that's not what they set out to do, but that is the message no. in there in, yeah. in a lot of ways. I mean, at the heart of it, it's a love story, right? It Absolutely. Is a love story. And I love Eva. the love story. Yeah. Well, she's one of just the, awesome. When, when the movie came out too, when word got out that the first third of the movie has no dialogue, people they were saying. They thought it was a Spielberg movie. <laughs> <laughs> but your friend Stephen. My yeah, friend Stephen did not direct this film, everyone. But people were so worried about this. Will this hold kids' attention? And then when they heard that there's this message in the movie, Disney stock actually dropped. Or Pixar, I don't. I, I don't remember it's if they both. were yeah. if they were tied together. It at doesn't that point, drop very often, and it didn't drop past. I think it was like significant, but the fact no, that it lost points was a big it deal. Lost points because everybody thought that this was going to be awful. And I go into the theater on opening night, and it's full of kids, and the kids through that whole first part are just silent right. and just enthralled with this and captivated by this. And one of the parts that I will never forget is towards the end after he's been crushed and one of the kids is just silent in the theater like what what just happened and one of the kids in front of us goes mom is, this, is he gonna be okay and the mom <laughs> we goes were all thinking the mom it. goes i don't know yeah. <laughs> I, I was like so. <laughs> <laughs> please don't cry <laughs> well it, it the and that's the amazing thing is it really does show how effective visual storytelling can be. Yeah, and people Which is don't the whole understand idea of that. Disney Pixar, like that's right. the whole idea of it. See, my I've got three kids who have hearing loss. One of the questions that people ask: Do they watch TV? Which is ridiculous because they're kids. So of course they watch TV, <laughs> but they're like, they're gonna be doing? but they're like, how? And especially when they were younger, they they couldn't read the closed captioning. So right. how do they watch TV? Well, there's a lot of stuff visually going on, things. and a lot of cartoons tell. A story that way visually ones. yeah mm -hmm. and so kids are will be engaged with or without the dialogue 100%. if the storytelling is done most well. looney tunes cartoons did not use dialogue nope. at all right nope and we're you all knew exactly fine. what was going on mm -hmm. right but we often undersell our kids like oh, they're not going to get it if they're not talking or there's right our kids are, <laughs> our smart. Kids are smart yeah. yeah they know more than you think they know well it's true. i want to go back to what you talked about it being a love story Okay. And this is the thing I think that I love so much is he's literally a garbage man. Mm -hmm. Wally yeah. Yeah. is – and he's a square box. He's dirty. He's plain. And all of a sudden, this shiny, sleek supermodel of a robot shows up that he is absolutely enthralled with. And he is way out of his league here. He has no business being with her. Mm -hmm. And he keeps trying to – and she's oblivious to him. She's got a – She's, she's got, got an agenda. She's, she's got things yeah. she's yeah. got to do. 
And he keeps She's trying to. She's a woman. To, she has keeps, things to do, man. <laughs> Why are you bothering me? I have a job. <laughs> he keeps trying to hold her hand, and 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 even when she goes into shutdown mode, and he's protecting yeah. her from the rain. And but my favorite scene in the movie, if I had to pick one, is the defined dancing scene in yeah. space, mm-hmm. because when he gets that fire extinguisher for the first time, he can fly with her. Yes, he can be graceful. He can be this suave debonair and win her over because all of a sudden he can be with her. And I just, that sequence is just so beautifully, and the music score with that is just, it's sublime. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just brilliant filmmaking for me. Well, and, and the fact that he's a garbage man, basically, mm-hmm. and the supermodel of a robot shows up, it gave me hope that maybe <laughs> I could find so much. No, it, but but, but I think we just, all feel that yeah, way. Yeah, absolutely. We can identify with them because I think we all feel like a garbage man every mm-hmm. once in a while, right? Sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's just like, me. I was I'll always Eva. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking what? about. That's not what I'm just teasing. That's I know. I'm teasing. I feel like Wally most of the time. Anyways, I think we're all a Wally. We all, you know, we find things that excite us. We're all a little bit odd. We're all, you know, and it's, and then something shiny comes along in our life and we're like, Ooh, you know, like what is that? that? I like it. And mm-hmm. I'm going to try and do whatever I can. I love the fact when like 2001 space oddity starts coming in to the movie <laughs> and I'm sorry, I can't do that, Dave. And the computer like takes over. I'm yes. like, Oh my gosh. Like I nerded out with that. I was like, Oh, that was this awesome. just went to a whole new level. <laughs> I love the fact that they got Sigourney Weaver to do the voice of the yes. mother of mother because her with the alien films and they yes. always called it mother and mm-hmm. I just yes. thought that was another really Yeah, I just there's little teeny things in this movie like details that if you know about other movies in the genre mm-hmm. you just nerd out <laughs> and I just love all those little bits and pieces they are so great at just slipping, you know, things in there. There was some Star Wars stuff in there mm-hmm. yes. and I just there's so many great things in this movie that I love and now if you there were in the new Wreck It Ralph movie, which I think was a horrible title, by the way. I oh yeah, Ralph it should have been Ralph wrecks the internet because yeah. he wrecks things. But anyway, in that movie, as they're getting into the interweb part of it, all the sequencing of things moving back and forth mm-hmm. is totally when you get into the spaceship of wally and mm-hmm. all the people are moving back and forth mm-hmm. on these you know movable sidewalks mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. things and i was like okay that you know they just kind of brought that forward a little bit so mm-hmm. that was really cool to see that yeah absolutely yeah I, I agree and i love that pixar does that throughout all of their movies right they always try to find those little easter eggs that they'll yeah. plant in there and, uh-huh. because one thing that's always made pixar successful i think is the people behind the scenes love movies as fans first. Oh, they're total fans. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and so they they bring that love and passion to everything that they do, and so it it seeps into it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I I agree. I think it's it's really, really great. So out of all the Pixar movies, though, where does this rank for you on the list of of Pixar films? Oh, Wally's at, like, at least number six or seven for me. I was going to say, if it's not Mm -hmm. in my top five, it's just outside. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's just, Um, yeah. It's like asking to rank your kids, though. It's That's so, such a... It's so smart. <laughs> it is, yeah. It's so smart. It's so visually beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it has you. It's one of those movies, again, that makes us because it causes you to ask questions 
um, to talk to your kids and the people around you. Because at the time, my daughter didn't care about any of the stuff. She just thought it was vis- you know, visually pleasing and fun. But then all of my friends and I were talking about this is right. Like all these people are in this ship that is amazing. Nobody knows what's on it. And then all Mm -hmm. of a sudden, you know, their cart gets bumped and this lady looks up and she's like, we have a pool. (laughs) I feel that's like the kid that it's more relevant today. Kids are walking around with their heads in their Mm -hmm. phone and they look up and they're like, we're at Disneyland. Like, (laughs) wait a second. When did we leave our house? You know? And so, you know, whether they wanted to make that distinction or not about society, they were definitely ahead of their time. Yeah. They saw more. When the movie came out, we weren't where we are now. You know, we were right on the cusp of this technology and where we were going to be with social media and in a screen all the time. Mm -hmm. And so they really looked forward to that, which I thought was super smart. And then one of my favorite scenes is when the ship turns and all the babies they're just trying to capture all the babies you know and i just thought that was so cute you know this is the future all these little babies i just thought that was so funny you know because it's this kind of serious movie but at the same time it's not a serious movie um i also love when they show um the captain's like how mm-hmm. the captains change over the mm-hmm. years. Uh-huh. They just very detailed again in, in the storytelling without actually saying anything. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, and I think it's interesting because they do have it so easy on the ship, right? Everything's provided for them. Everything <laughs> is just there. But when the, the captain realizes they could go back that like life has returned to earth and everything yeah. else and decides to do that. And I think that there's something about, the human spirit that that does that right, and when things 100%. get too easy, I think we we realize we need that challenge to keep going and progressing, and that's really what helps us when you look at history and civilization to keep moving forward. Is when there's a challenge that we have to overcome, and mm-hmm. if everything's just provided and easy for us, we will turn out to be fat, bloated. I mean, or in my case, more fat Stop and bloated. It. <laughs> But I and I love the cast of characters around them too. Yes. Mo is one of my favorite yes. characters. He's so exasperated by having to do this job and people keep dirtying up his I, ship. I and, love him. <laughs> I feel I feel, when Wally puts that little smudge on his face, yes. it just kills me every single I time. Love it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, but then you've got Bernie outside the ship trying to do repairs and he gets locked out of the ship because Wally and Eve fly into it. And they even did a whole short on pole. Uh, yeah. Poor Bernie. Uh, <laughs> I love the Pixar shorts. We need to do a show just on Pixar, on the Pixar shorts. shorts. Yeah. Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> Write that down. We got a thumbs up from the producer. All right. <laughs> yeah, I got an alert earlier. He did add short circuit to the list. Yeah. Okay. So we're yeah. good. All we're right. good. Nice. Cool. So. We gotta give him something to do. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about Zoner. Yeah, but I do think it's interesting. We talked about when it came out, and you know the the stocks dropping a little bit. Right, they went right back up after yeah, the opening. Like, weekend. oh, for sure. Don't worry, Disney's fine. Yeah, like, <laughs> but I do feel like this was kind of in that time frame where everybody was like, okay. This is the film where Pixar is going to flop. Absolutely. People were starting to look for that. I don't know why we do that as a people or as fans, but it's like, okay, Pixar's had all these great movies. This is the film where they're going to flop. And it it seemed like every time they had been so successful, you get – you get that group of people that are like, yeah, now they're really successful. Now we want them to fail yeah, for some they're, they're too weird reason. We need to bring them down a little well, bit. Well, and the fact – so right after this movie came out, Brave came out. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, and so then 
you know, totally different studio, but same company. Mm -hmm. And so they thought, okay, this one's now going to flop because that one didn't flop. But they were two back-to-back movies, which were a gamble. Mm -hmm. Like both of those movies, both Wally and Brave were unlike anything they had done before because they're characters that are totally outside of what they usually are. They're characters um, and storylines that kind of push you know, they were trying to widen and mm-hmm. broaden their audience mm-hmm. a little bit at a time. And they did it with both of these movies so well. Um, but, yeah, you're right. And I think mostly critics. Like, I'll go to critic screenings all the time. And I'm sorry to call out, like, my critics. Um, but they automatically want to hate the Disney movie before they even see the Disney mm-hmm. movie. And I don't get it. Like, I maybe it's because I drink the Kool-Aid. But for me, I love films. And being a critic just means that I get to go see more movies. So I want to go in and see that movie and I like it and it has to prove me wrong right. that it's not good where a lot of critics and a lot of people will go into movies first hating it and wanting it mm-hmm. to prove you right, which I think says a lot about our society these I days agree because you're guilty before proven innocent. Pro- proven innocent. And I think with Disney, people just don't like the person that's on top, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Disney's we love to tear people down so that then they can make their comeback. That's you know, what we love. But... They didn't win um, animated movie of the year this year. And, right. you know, and I think what it's going to do for them is it's going to be like, okay, well, we got to do better. So, yeah, and that's awesome for someone for that sake. Cause honestly, the movies that they had this year um, were okay. Yeah. Yeah. They weren't but their best. Sony with Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse yeah. knocked it out of the, that was right. a home run. Yeah. I mean, right. Yeah. So, but I think Wally in itself, um, the story was told there doesn't need to be any other it doesn't no, need to go anywhere else from there because right. they got everything self-contained out. story and i think it was like you said is so it got hard they went to earth they had this shiny ship they show up at earth with this teeny tiny plant this little piece of hope mm-hmm. and everyone was so excited about this dirty dirty world <laughs> yes. yep. because to them they didn't know it they didn't know what that was they'd never they'd seen always it been born in this sterile environment that was perfect yeah none of them have any bones so i don't know how they're <laughs> going to deal with the gravity it's going to be a struggle but... <laughs> it's going to be a struggle it's the babies any, are going to have to carry them around be... but that's why we don't need a sequel we don't need to see how they deal with the no bone it's, it's, it's situation slubber is what it yeah. is it's slubber. life finds a way yeah life. exactly life <laughs> finds a way thanks ian <laughs> but i I think you're right. And I think we're starting to see that with like the Marvel movies now. Everybody's trying to, there's oh, that fan base is, is trying Ant-Man to root against gonna be the one yeah. that breaks it. Yeah. Is Captain and Marvel going to be the one? Can't yeah. we just like make good movies? Yeah. Can we just and, enjoy right? the movies as they come out? You know, like, and how, seriously, how blessed are we to live in this age oh with gosh. this quality of film and filmmaking? I mean, there, I just, I don't get the haters. Yeah. Like I the people that are the Star Wars fans Love that this. hate the Star Wars movies. And I'm like, I'm just happy we're getting another one. We, I'm just we, happy we have Marvel. I'm getting a Star Wars Sometimes I'm okay year. with DC, not most of the time, but the <laughs> fact that they keep trying, they just keep trying. God bless them. They do. They'll get it eventually, maybe, hopefully. I mean, uh, I mean if you would have told me as a kid that I'm getting Avengers and a Star Wars film in the same year, I mean, it's you would have, you would have been like, what? Oh my gosh! What it did used I to do be right? we had to wait four or five years for another Star Wars film. Exactly. You know, but or, you know, fourteen years. Yeah. In some, yeah. And, but the thing I love about Pixar is there was a stereotype for the longest time that these were cartoons and they were for kids and they were for. Just put it on to babysit the child. Mm-hmm. And Pixar really proved that, no, adults can get into this. And there is – this is a family 
well, what, film. What Pixar does, and you can see it in their shorts. So the reason why Pixar even has shorts is because they have up-and-coming animators right. that they tell them, go explore, come up with a story, animate it. Here's all everything you need to do it, and then we'll pick the best ones and we'll put them out. And so they're challenging their employees to do better. Right. They're challenging their employees to think out of the box. And so what happens is we get these great shorts, and then those people – that are developing those great shorts then get an opportunity to work on a feature. And so they're constantly harvesting this great right. talent. And I just, Pixar is, is a fantastic company. It makes me sad that the creator of Pixar is not there anymore, but that's a whole different, right. yeah. you know, but I mean, his brain and what he put behind this to make it what it is, it basically is a giant university for the best talented storytellers mm -hmm. in the world. It's yeah. Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. I mean, it's without all the creepy. Without all the creepy, yeah. <laughs> but but I mean, it is <laughs> especially the Johnny Depp version. But that's Ugh. a whole other, yeah. But I mean, it in wow. terms of it is this. Uh, that's my favorite version. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, well, you're wrong. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. So send all your hate mail to wait no hey, uh, wait a second <laughs> any of us because I'm sure people are going to hate that I said you're wrong, but. Um, but you're right. It is this place where they can decorate their offices. They create tree houses. They make these films and they, they can have this creative workspace and they force all of their employees to interact with each other. And they will take requests and information and suggestions from the janitor staff yeah. all the way up. Everyone and contributes. if you want a great easy read that is just fantastic is it is by Ed Catmull. It's Creativity Inc. Mm -hmm. And it's Ed Catmull was the head of Pixar Studios. Unfortunately, he is retiring, but he is all about setting up this workplace and how to let creative people work and do. And one of the things from one of the quotes that I really love that from that book that I've taken in my own life is he's like, if you're going to fail, fail early and fail spectacularly, mm -hmm. because then you're not wasting time on something that's not going to work. And I think so often we're trying to avoid failure and Pixar like embraces it. We're going to make a movie about a robot. Well, failure is all and part of the process, right? And absolutely. As a, as a creative person, person yeah. shouldn't be afraid of failure. Right. Because you, everybody fails. It's what you do after you fail and what you learn from the failure and, mm -hmm. and move forward. And, and I love that for Pixar, it's all about the story. They don't really care what the story is as long as it's a good story. And they're willing to try different things. I don't think Wally -E gets made by a traditional studio. Oh, absolutely not. Because it's not a it's formula dangerous. that that has been successful. It it is a gamble, like you mentioned, yeah. Val, and and Brave is the same thing. You know, that was their first fairy tale that they mm -hmm. went out and did, and they did it in a very different way than fairy tales are typically told. Yeah. Right. With accents that a lot of people couldn't understand. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And just from a technical standpoint, trying to do Merida's hair, mm -hmm. they had to yeah. write software to animate her hair. <laughs> I mean, give us a challenge. That's basically what they yeah, ask every right. time. And I think people were still thinking exactly what you said, that these are just kids' movies, and then Inside Out happened. Mm -hmm. And when Inside Out happened, people were like, okay, this is – they're telling stories – that help you with your life and then people went back and saw 
rewatched all these movies and there were a lot of articles that came out after Inside Out about Inside Out, but also about Wally and also mm-hmm. about all of these shorts that make you sit and think about things and have discussions. And I mean, Inside Out, I was watching that with my daughter as she was turning into a teenager and I was just like, I needed this and mm-hmm. she needed this mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, I'm crying and she's crying and we're all we're like, puberty's coming like that button. We were just scared. But it was something we all needed. Um, and I think, but it all started with Wally yeah. because mm-hmm. they wouldn't have been able to make Inside Out without Wally. And, right? and you wouldn't have had Inside Out without Up, which wouldn't oh have happened gosh. because of Wally. Again, with no, you know, I mean, the whole first 10 minutes of the movie is We're just. We're going to make a movie about an old guy and a kid and a bird and they're going to fly in a house with balloons. It's like no studio would ever green But the that fir- right. again, the first 10 minutes of the movie, there's no dialogue right. and you're and already crying. Like you're not, yeah, that you're 10 crying minutes, before the movie even starts. That 10 minutes may be some of the most perfect filmmaking yeah. ever. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's and that. And, and that's what Pixar does. I feel like if I go to a Pixar film. And I don't cry at some point in the movie. <laughs> it wasn't really a great Pixar film. Cars two. Cars okay, two but that was a different kind of crying. <laughs> it was. It hurt my feelings yeah, because like, I didn't want Cars two to be bad. Uh-huh. But, but Cars, Cars two three, and Iron Man two just can go yeah, and die together. That's true. But Cars three though. Cars three was fantastic. Did make me feel things. Mm-hmm. They went back and and did it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that that's what. And it's amazing that you can take something – and that's what makes it so universal in Pixar because you can take something that is a children's medium. I right. mean, kids still love Pixar movies. Oh, completely. Oh, yeah. And you can sit there and watch them and it's great for a family movie night, right? Mm-hmm. You sit, we sit down and watch these movies with our kids. They're engaged. I'm crying. My wife's making fun of me. It's a fun time for everyone. <laughs> right. Well, and oftentimes too with the kids' movies, like I've said before, they kind of dumb them down right. and the adults are getting bored and even the kids are like getting bored. But Pixar just – and I think it's incredibly difficult to be able to tell a story for all these different age groups, mm-hmm. for all these different cultures too. Like it doesn't matter that I'm not Asian. I still loved Bao, the little short film that they did oh, with the little yes. dumpling. That kind and of freaked people out a little it bit. Did. It like, really did. Well, when I first watched it and I'm in the theater and, of course, I'm at the press screening, you know, and there's all the – and there's kids in the screening – and she eats it, and I was yes. like, and I out loud, I was like, "What?" <laughs> yes. And then, then it finished, and I was like, "Nicely done." Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it was really well done. But when she but, does eat the dumpling, you're like, "What just what? happened?" Wait, so when she pitched that idea, <laughs> and this she, kid behind me was like, "Mom, this is weird." <laughs> she, she pitched it to Pete Doctor and Andrew Stanton, mm-hmm. and I love Andrew Stanton. The two of them loved the idea. And then she had to go into what they call the brain trust, where she had to present to the entire management staff. And she came up to Andrew Stanton right before, and she said, I think I'm going to take that part out. And he's like, why? She said, because it's so weird. And he's like, that's why I fell in love with it. Yeah. And so she went ahead and pitched it, and the brain trust loved it. And they yeah. went ahead and did it. Yeah. 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 And now she's actually working on her first feature with Pixar. See? Yep. That's, that's how awesome. it happens. Yeah. And it's going to be awesome. And she's probably going to, they're probably going to eat somebody in it. It'll be fun. <laughs> no, but, but I, I like that we're talking about Wally kind of as our first Pixar film that we're covering on the show because I do think that that was the one that I saw where I felt like this company is going to do some amazing, like I love Toy Story. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. It yeah. was great. Um, A Bug's Life was, but Wally is the first one where I really felt like, this company is just going to do amazing things. They're going to change the world. That was the one where I said, 
Anything they come out with, I'll go see. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember the movie Cocoon? Yes. Do yes. you remember how Cocoon made you feel when you first saw it, mm-hmm. and, or the second time you saw it, or the? And I feel like for some reason, like Cocoon and Wally, like that, the feeling that Kindred I had spirits. watching Cocoon, you were like, "What is happening? Right. Mm-hmm. This is weird, mm-hmm. but it works, and I yep. like it, and all these characters make me feel good about myself." And and when I saw Wally, I I kind of felt like it was like built from the same cloth, definitely, mm-hmm. as Cocoon. Because what, like, pitch that movie. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> pitch, pitch cocoon to me right now. Like, that is some weird, weird nonsense. But I, mean, but I mean, there's the feeling about that movie that anybody can go in and watch it. You feel good. It's weird, weird, weird nonsense. But it kind of gives you this hope of, okay, all right. Yes. Lead me down this road. I'll follow you. Well, yes. Pixar made a cockroach a, a character that you're rooting for. Mm-hmm. You know, like that little cockroach at first, because we yes. all hate cockroaches. Yeah. We have the joke that they're the only things yes. we're going to survive. But when Wally accidentally runs over him, uh, you're like, ah! I mean, I felt the same way in Castaway when, you know, like the volleyball goes into, and you're like, no, no! Wilson! The cockroach was the same thing. The little cockroach pops up and Wally's like, and you're like, oh. Ah! Like he puts his hands to his chest. Yes. Like, oh no, oh my gosh. Okay. Like he's breathing heavily. I'm like, it's a robot. And I felt the same way for the cockroach. And normally, if I see a cockroach, I have no problem stepping on it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, but... It's still not going to die. No, I know. <laughs> it's true. So, all right. So, Wally, solid movie. What what grades would we give? Uh, Wally, Wally gets a. an A from yeah. me. Solid it's A. It's creative. Yeah. It was, again, I love it when anyone takes a chance. They don't know how it's going to happen. You know, I mean, Toy Story, everybody knows Toy Stories. People are going to love it. Cars, people are going to love cars. Right. Planes was a huge gamble, but whatever. Planes was planes. <laughs> well, wasn't but, that done under the Disney studio yeah, instead of Pixar? Yeah, but they were they, trying like, to do a yeah. Cars. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, Wally was a risk. Absolutely. And I love it when people take risks and it turned out so fantastic and all the little bits and pieces that are in that movie that go back and see it again and just pay attention to everything. Mm-hmm. The only movie, uh, animated film that I've seen lately that has made me feel that way is Isle of Dogs. Mm-hmm. There are so many things in that movie that you can't see them all the first time. Mm-hmm. And it does, that one specifically had, you know, an agenda. Um, right. But, um, but again, it was a risk taking animated film. I, just Wally, you know, we wouldn't have so many other animated films without Wally. So solid A for sure. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a great movie. It's one that I love to go back and revisit again and again. And yeah, I probably will continue to do so. <laughs> so why not? Go back, pull that one out of the library. And the great thing is with the new Disney streaming service, all of these movies are going to be available Some all the time. people are hating that. I We're going to talk know. about streaming services in a couple of weeks, but... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm all in. Throw you don't open even... the vault. It's yeah. the vault is old and dated. It needs to. Yeah. Yeah. Let it air out. Let us watch all the things. Except that we for love. the secret vault where Song of the South is Super kept secret and vault. never it's coming, coming out. out. You can buy it on DVD right now. The, is it like? But it's like a bootleg version. No. Really? I will post a link where you can get it, sir. Da-da. Wow. Well, there you go. There you go. Not that I'm really that interested. I don't know that I've ever really been interested in seeing it necessarily. Except I've that se- you should I've definitely seen, seen it. Yeah. You should yeah. definitely. I saw the regular version. Yeah, when I was a kid. Hmm. You should definitely see it. I think for sure. So, if you have a movie or a topic that you related to movies that you want us to talk about, please, please, please put it in the comments, or you can message us on any of our social media, or you can email us at podcasts 
mm-hmm. at us.com. That's right. And we'd love to hear from you. We want your suggestions. We'll definitely – we've gotten some great ones. Mm-hmm. We've had a request gonna, for the Sandlot. Which we need to oh, do. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. We should definitely have – there are some local Utah guests that we could have on for that show. So I think that would be a lot re- of fun. We'll reach out to some people for that. Yeah. I mean, if we since we record here in Utah, I think we have to cover the Sandlot because <laughs> it's like a big deal. Especially or for we don't group. and we piss off a bunch of people. <laughs> I guess it just depends what we're going for. <laughs> We I mean, haven't decided like yet. We're still risks. developing that identity. <laughs> this is only episode five. Yeah. Is, are we going to be that podcast or who knows? I, mean, I think it just depends on. You it's know, up in the, the air. Day. We'll leave it. We'll leave it out there and see what happens. But yeah, definitely follow us on social media. Uh, like and subscribe to the podcast. Leave reviews. Good ones. Hopefully. If you don't agree with what we had to say, please tell us why, because we love to have discussions yeah. about come 100%. back, come back to this stuff. So yeah, let us know. And don't worry about hurting Tracy's feelings. He'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll just go into the corner and think about well, Rachel. Any of us. I, I'm sure we've all said something that somebody's wow. like, no. Um, play but, your, what instrument do you play? Again? The vibra slap. <laughs> the vibra slap. <laughs> All right. And please listen to us next week. We are going to jump into it. You're either going to love what we have to say or you're going to hate it or a little bit of both because we are breaking down. The DC Extended Universe. When when did they start to suck? Where did it all go so wrong? from the beginning. (laughs) Wait. (laughs) We'll talk about it. It'll be great. Um, and then maybe in a couple of weeks we'll do like Sharknado. No, probably not. Yes. Never. No, no, probably not. Happening. But in the meantime, we won't see you at the movies. We might if you're we there might, and yeah. we're there and we run into each other. <laughs> say say hey. We'll give you a, a high five. I'm the weird yeah. bald guy with a beard. So I'm easy I mean, to that's spot. that's half of Utah. Well, yeah, but be well, careful though. Like but... he's not just any random weird bald guy <laughs> with a beard. Like He's usually the one dude, wearing a the Disney bald shirt. Guys There's going to look... be some fan out there. Are you Tracy? They're just high five bald, bald people. We love it. It's but good. it's got to be yeah. a crisp high five. I will give away crisp high fives every day. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Done. All right. Thanks for listening. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.